Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports. Isaiah Bell and Sophia Smith. the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. We hope everyone had a great winter break, staying safe and healthy. After a late start, the Bruins are now in their last week of the winter sports season. That being said, be on the watch for our quote-unquote fall sports interview schedule, which will be out very soon. We have some great shows planned for you guys. We hope you tune in. For today's game recap, we'll be going over the boys' varsity basketball win versus Hicksville on the 19th. The dynamic duo of Mylon Johnson and Joshua Minton, who came on the podcast just a couple of weeks ago, came out strong. Mylon had 11 points with 5 assists, and Josh with 10 points and 2 threes. Junior Jameer Stewart had 10 points and definitely showed that he'll be a key part of this team come his senior year next year. Uh, after overcoming some early connection problems, the boys got it going. Josiah Barnes hit an early three, which really got them going, really got them excited to play this game. Um... And I think it really showed the comments, you know, what kind of ball we were playing out on the court that day. Uh, Josh Wilmington definitely showed his strength in this game, playing on both sides of the ball with energy and had the longest amount of consecutive minutes from the start. The Bruins' paint game was strong as usual. John Harrison had seven rebounds, and Jeff Doobie had eight, both showing their aggressiveness and using their strengths. A lot of people definitely questioned the team after the loss of last season's seniors and their season opener loss, but they're definitely showing those people wrong and doing what they do best. Tonight, the guys have their senior game against Westbury, so we wish them luck. Today's guests are four-year varsity members of the Baldwin basketball team, Shania Iglesias and Layla Elor. They've been a part of the Bruins' New York State Federation win, including being on the team for the last four years of the Bruins' seven-year streak of winning the Nassau County Championship and 10 out of the last 11. This pair has made it on Newsday's Top 100 Girls Basketball Players for 2021 and have also played competitively outside of school during their high school years. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Um, does it ever get old hearing seven years streak when people talk about winning the Nassau chip? Um, I feel like old isn't the word. More so motivated to keep the streak going because mm-hmm. it's it's really just the culture. Like we always want to win. We right. always strive to win. So it's kind of like them saying that is kind of just giving me like I just need to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it never gets old. It just uh, motivates us more to keep the streak going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Last year's county game against Syosset was really both of your first seasons where you had a lot of responsibility getting the team to that point by the end of the season. How rewarding did that feel, being able to see like all your hard work during the season and then getting to that game at the Coliseum? Shania, if you want to answer first. Um, it was good. I personally didn't play that game, but um, if that never matters. I know that I did all I did, uh, could during practice to get everyone better. Um, we always work hard, so I think that leading up to that um, helped the team a lot to win. Um, I just feel like we always watch them win and we contribute in practice, right. but to just feel it like as our team mm-hmm. is really like special and yeah. it just feels like really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like the bond that you guys have on that team gets like strengthened by how hard you push each other to work mm-hmm. and then like seeing that product like on the on the court. Um, when we spoke to the other component of your big three, Nayeli, we talked about playing in the Coliseum. So I want to ask you guys how it felt to play there in front of like over 2,500 people that night. It was kind of overwhelming, mm-hmm. but after a while, it, it didn't really feel as if there was people there, because yeah. it was just so big that mm-hmm. all you could see is the court, yeah. so it was kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, even warming up was like, um, like I have so many people watching, and I'm yeah. like, it's, it's crazy. 
crazy. I feel like we definitely have a good energy for the basketball games, like, in, like, the like the front gym here at home. But, like, could you just feel a shift in that energy, like, immediately when you stepped out to just do layup lines? Yeah, yes. it is way bigger. So yeah. Space. Yeah. Um, that game was arguably the most intense one of the season. Dana Elcock had 25 points, Roxy had 11, and Elena's defense in the paint was noticeable as always. The team was definitely made better with the class of 2020. So how has it been so far this year without having those key seniors from last year? Um, I just feel as if whatever they did, people had to step up and fill their spots. Mm. Like, like Paris, Paris is up in Vegas with me, mm-hmm. and usually it's me and Dana, but she she just fills Dana's spot with aggression, and yeah. it just makes it all work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, those all those seniors were great. Um, I feel like every year that a big group of seniors graduate, the next year seniors is even better because mm-hmm. of how much they seen from them and how much those seniors have pushed them in practice. Mm-hmm. So, you definitely got a lot of people in front of you since when you were freshmen that you could just like learn from and, and mirror off of. Um, I want to talk about what was supposed to happen last year. Obviously, you would have gone on the following weekend to play in the Long Island chip. Does that grit and that revenge of not being able to continue last year's season follow you to, to even tonight's game? Definitely. It, it just makes you play every game like it's your last. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know when the right? next game is yeah. going to be your last. Yeah, I totally agree. And then I feel as if the way that last year's season ended, the off season kind of made it more like this season we're – we're going mm-hmm. 100% yeah. every single day. Right. And it's like, you saw it be taken away last year, and then on top of that, this is your last one. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. been here since since freshman year. This is your last one. So it's completely different, but I feel like you guys are definitely putting it all out there. Um, in regular seasons, you would travel out of the island to go compete against some nationally ranked teams, some other teams. How do you think not having all those opportunities to play against those teams has impacted how the team's been playing? Obviously, it's not as many um, opportunities to go and, and play against teams, but how how do you think the product that you guys put out is different from that? Um, I don't think it changes the way we play at all. Mm-hmm. We, we've always played hard. We get better in practice than we do in the games we play because we just naturally play hard. Mm-hmm. Coach Cat always pushes us. So I feel like those games were just like an extra token. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't even like those games would change us. They would just harden us Harder, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like our the way that we played stayed the same. It was just the way that we moved might have changed. Mm-hmm. I I really applaud you guys for having such a positive outlook on that because I think some people would look at it and be like, oh, all these opportunities got taken away from us. Like, how are we going to recover from this? But I think it definitely says a lot about you both as leaders on this team to have that outlook. Um, I know it's early on in the season, um, it being a very short one. Have you felt the responsibility of being a senior on this team? Yeah. Um, you you. It's crazy because, like, when we were freshmen, we really looked up to, like, the seniors yeah. and the captains. So it's like now that we're taking on that role, mm-hmm. we, we try our best to give them what we got when we were freshmen. Yeah. yeah, it's almost as if we, like, feel an obligation. Like, if we didn't do this, it would almost be at a disadvantage for the people younger than us. Mm-hmm. So we have to be leaders just to show them how. And then the culture has to stay the same, right. so we just have to keep it, like, mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Like the the culture of Baldwin girls basketball is like pretty famous in New York State. So I it's that's dope that y'all are continuing it like that. Um, I want to talk about this season's games. It started off great for you guys. Opened at Herricks, won sixty two twenty seven. Shania, you had nine points. Lately, you had seven. Um, Shania, we'll start with you. How did it feel to put up solid numbers in your first game of your senior season? Uh, it felt great. Um, I feel like just my transition from AAU, from even last year to AAU to now, I've just gotten way better to mm-hmm. 
helped the team not only offensively but defensively um, with the help of my teammates too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like wait, can you ask the question again? Yeah, yeah. Um, how does it feel like you know having a solid, solid performance in your first season, uh, senior game uh, so far? Oh well, it feels honestly, as and I said, to transfer from AAU into the into the season of school, it just feels as if like I've hardened. The whole team has mm-hmm. hardened because we've all been working, and it shows. Yeah. So I feel like that's just an example of mm-hmm. the improvement. Yeah. So uh, that game obviously didn't happen as soon as you guys would have liked to have happened with the cancellations. So after those cancellations, you crushed Farmingdale in their own gym. Again, being key players in that win. How do you avoid getting cocky when you see your side of the scoreboard going up and up and up and, you know, still keeping that composure in the game? Uh, it's more so just having respect for another team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not it's never fun, like, being on their side. Yeah. So, like, if we're getting blown out, like, it's never fun to see the other team keep on mm-hmm. scoring. So, yeah. like, it's just that respect part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then good sportsmanship as well. Like, we're not a team that is portrayed as cocky usually so right. we wouldn't want to Sorry. make that a new name for mm-hmm. us at all yeah um i think that's a perfect answer because i feel like you can definitely think back to moments in your career where you've been on that side and you've been on the losing side and it just like sucks because there's not a lot you can do your other your opponent is is just having a day but i think that's that's great that you guys have that kind of outlook again um so being that basketball is an indoor sport like we said you haven't really experienced like game cancellations for weather like outdoor sports have now that you are facing cancellations due to covid how frustrating has it been having to deal with games being canceled sometimes the day of it's very frustrating, um, especially like when we first, when we got our first two games canceled back to back. It's kind of like, dang, like is this how the whole season's gonna be? Yeah. But then once we, once we got to play our first game, we got to get into the groove of it. Mm-hmm. We were fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty frustrating, but I think also just off of what Kat says in practice on those days, mm-hmm. it kind of lifts up our spirits more so to be more hopeful mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. Yeah. So that helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. So for the first couple of away games that y'all have had, uh, watching your games on the live stream, it's obvious that your trap play on transition that Coach Cat uses is still working. Um, but is there anything that you guys are using in your games this year, offense or defense, that is different from previous seasons? Um, offensively, I think this year we have better shooters mm-hmm. on the perimeter, so he's he's been working more on our shooting so that everybody can shoot because mm-hmm. a lot of teams are going to play us in zone because right. we're just naturally good at playing man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it. Everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with Now, on defense, do you, what are your guys' preferences? Do you prefer playing zone or man? Man. Man. Definitely. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your tenure on the team, taking it back to freshman year. Like Shania said, you started on JV and then you got brought up at the end to go uh, with the team when they won their federation title. How did that feel to watch that group of girls literally go to the the, the biggest game that they could have and win it? Honestly, it was frightening. Mm-hmm. It was frightening because <laughs> we just had so much to live up to. Yeah. But at the same time, it was also motivated. It was like one of those moments where you're kind of scared but you're excited mm-hmm. for what you can do yeah like yeah. literally when we're, while we're watching the game me Layla and Ellie we're like dang we're gonna have to do this yeah <laughs> like we're literally talking about while the game's happening mm-hmm. over here screaming there's a picture of all of us <laughs> yeah. yeah it was amazing going mm-hmm. there. um while on JV you guys were coached by coach Amber it was what you guys were her first group right yes um so Obviously, Coach Amber's awesome. Do you think that her experience being a player on this team, uh, in this program, helped you guys become better in the program? Because like she knew how things roll, she knew what Cat was going to expect. Definitely. Um, she 
she's she's amazing just her being on the team before she knows what he expects mm -hmm. so she runs her pack she ran her practices that way good yeah and um always pushed us to mm -hmm. like what cats standards would be mm -hmm. yeah especially i would want, i want to emphasize she knew what we needed to do mm -hmm. to get to him yeah like our our warm-ups were the same the way that she would speak to us more so wasn't like jv players it was more so like varsity yeah. players mm -hmm. and that helped us a lot mm -hmm. I mean, I like I remember back to like you had a you had a solid JV team, but I definitely know what you mean when when she didn't talk to you like you were JV team uh, a JV team. You were just like going to varsity. That was the next step, and I think that that's definitely you know why she's such a great coach. Um, so now being seniors and seeing the new talent on the team, there's plenty. You know, Renell, Dally, and Peyton have all emerged and been on the team since middle school. What do you see for the future of their careers here at Baldwin, being leaders on this team? I just feel like they already, just off of them being on the team for about, well, Dally's been for three years, mm -hmm. but everybody else maybe two. They just know, as as of now, how everything's supposed to be. So when they are at our age, they're going to just do exceptionally yeah. well as, mm -hmm. like, keeping the culture, even playing, too. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just can't wait to come back and, like, watch them. Yeah. I can't wait, because they're all going to be great. They're already really good now. Yeah. Like, they compete with us and well in practice mm -hmm. I just can't wait to come back and see them yeah I mean at your Farmingdale game Dally had 27 points yep. and she's a she's a sophomore and I think that a lot of people see that oh it's okay it's because she's the biggest because she's in the paint she can just put it back up but she's really a lot more than that yeah. in her play style um yeah so definitely we're all going to be on the lookout for that one um can you almost see parts of yourselves in their in these young girls play style thinking back to like when you were their age um, I wouldn't say myself but more so Baldwin, because yeah. I feel as if we all just fit in a certain category okay. sometimes. Yeah. Like, I guess you could say a role, mm -hmm. and I could just see them fitting into the role slowly. Like, I don't know how, exactly how to explain mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah every, every girl that has gone through Baldwin, like I say, like players are like the shadow of their coaches. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the way catch coach, the way cat coaches, it just like we're all like kind of like the same like mm -hmm. mentality wise and like skill wise and, yeah. and and that's why you play so well together that's why you can mesh um our next question was actually about coach cat obviously you've known him and bolden since middle school um but how was it to be finally like have him as your head coach and and have direct like um ability to be coached by him uh it was scary at first mm -hmm. like i remember going to freshman years playing like you know cat He's a really good coach, but like when we're in practice and he like yells at us, yeah. like I remember being scared at first. And now it's just like we just gotta like yeah. do what we gotta do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I really, I was terrified. <laughs> but as we gone through it, we start to like realize what's right from wrong. Mm -hmm. So then the yelling kind of limits, yeah. and it just it gets more like like it's like we appreciate the yelling more so than don't yell right yeah it's like productive it's like tough love it's yes. gonna be for the the better of the team yes um thinking back to those early seasons do you can you th see yourself and see each other like getting better at those practices when it was tough at first oh God, definitely yeah especially yes. like Layla and Nelly. Nelly used to play a big for us mm -hmm. like yes. like it's crazy like, yeah she's a shooter now she mm -hmm. can move to the basket it's, it's so crazy yeah mm -hmm. I think that like like we said like 
that tough love in a coach, I feel like that's the definition of Cat. Mm-hmm. Even in these games, like he's the loudest one on that floor. He's louder than Bolden. He's he's louder than Burton can be sometimes. But it's all like for the products of the team. Um, like we said, Coach Cat and Coach Bolden, they work together. I'm sure there's a million answers to this question. We asked Nayla this also. But what do you think it is about the dynamic that they have together that makes you guys play so well? I, I feel like just them being coaches together for such a long time, mm-hmm. they they mend well together. So they like what they how they coach us is just right. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like they both they both developed the same mindset, mm-hmm. so it was easy in telling us how to act because they all they both act the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah, I feel like it's truly like the dynamic duo of coaches they put and like the numbers show it and like the the titles show it so i think that's great that y'all are still have the you know the ability to be coached by that um so we definitely want to mention the dedication it takes to be a part of this program which means working on the outside um shania you played for the long island renegades Layla, you played for ixl how important has playing outside of school been for you know the success on the school team um it's really important when uh it's great when like coaches see they're like, oh, you're from Walden, like, like they expect you to play a certain way. Mm-hmm. So like, it's always important to play hard, and like, I feel like the AU season has really gotten me better for this year. Yeah, yeah, I feel like also with AU season, you kind of try things for the upcoming school season. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. me personally, I was not shooting a shot ever in the mm-hmm. game, <laughs> and I feel as if this AU season it kind of like made me more comfortable in shooting in the game for this school yeah. season. I love that you brought that up because you, in one of your AAU games, you hit career high 22 points, um, which is obviously a great number for, like you said, like barely shooting to then forcing yourself to make shots to be the versatile player. Do you see yourself in the games left beating that number? I mean, I could try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Shania, you were averaging like four three pointers a game in those in those games. Do you see Do you see those numbers and that play style following you so far this season? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys were also both avid players at Kozneck during the summer. How was it being able to get out there and play with everybody? Honestly, the day they opened Kozneck was like the best day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so excited. Because everything was closed off, and right. I was—it's just that park, especially, is close to home. So like yeah. everybody goes. It's just right. it we was just really ride fun. our bikes there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the group chat we're going. Yeah, everyone's yeah. pulling up a coast yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's like after not being able to work together for so long. I mean, your season was cut short, and then being able to start in June mm-hmm. after like everything was obviously like in the dark for so long. I'm sure that was a great feeling. Yeah. Um, so. Like we said, the season is like no other, and things could change very quickly. Things have changed very quickly. But I'm sure you still have some personal and team goals. Layla, if you want to start us off, what are just some goals that you had for the season or goals that you still want to accomplish for the season? Um, I know I said I'm working on shooting, but I, could, I still have more like room mm-hmm. to get better. So I think consistently shooting free throws or shooting threes, I would want to work on. Yeah. yeah um, for the team, I would say go undefeated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, just to keep on playing how I usually play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, as we said in your intro, you both landed on Newsday's Top 100 Girls Basketball. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, along with Naily and Daly, uh, what kind of motivation do you get from seeing your name on that list? I'll say when yeah. I saw that, I was just excited for all of us because mm-hmm. like like that's like basically all of our starting five except for one. Right. So it's like like wow like we're, 
like we're pretty good you yeah, know yeah. it also kind of like humbles yourself because there's also a lot mm-hmm. of girls on there it's a hundred yeah. girls so like it just it motivates you to keep on working keep on doing mm-hmm. what you do honestly yeah and then I, I'm not sure if they're doing that this season but they used to have like all conference right. and stuff like that so it kind of motivates mm-hmm. us to get those awards as well yeah I love that you see it as motivation again like we said before you're never going to get cocky that's not on the Baldwin brand but it's just to work harder um you guys have been a part of this team for a really long time. I'm sure it's going to be hard, but if you had to pick one, what moment would be your all-time favorite from the past three years on this team? Definitely winning last year because mm-hmm. um, we were told you can't bring it all, all the time. In the beginning of that year, we were we were bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we, were, we were pretty bad. Yeah. And just to see like everybody just like live up to the moment mm-hmm. is just is just crazy. Nah, yeah, I agree with with Shania and the Sayasa win. It just it. The energy just felt like after the game, the energy level was just so high. Like yeah. I felt like I could like jump through the roof. <laughs> like it was just so great. Yeah. So, um, like you only get those kinds of wins because you become a dynasty, and because like you guys said, you all kind of play similarly. You're all kind of mirror each other. Amazing D1 and D2 athletes have come out of this program. D3 also. What do you see for the future of this team after your departure this year? For ourselves, like what schools? Yeah. Also that. Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, I'm still keeping my options open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, it's hard because I know like a lot of the colleges are letting seniors play another right. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, we're just keeping working and mm-hmm. seeing what else we get. Yeah. yeah, I'm also keeping my options mm-hmm. open as well. And as for the team, I just don't see any difference. Right. I feel as if every year follows the same, like, the same outcome mm-hmm. is always, like, you just work hard right. and it shows. Mm-hmm. And I think that over the past couple of years, as some of those more uh, flashy players, uh, awesome players, started to leave, you definitely got more haters. You definitely got more doubters. And then you go out and win championships. You go almost undefeated your seasons. How does that feel to just kind of, like, shut everybody up that had a bad thing to say? It feels great because literally every year, it's, oh, they mm-hmm. lost their place. Is there, this is this is not their year. Yeah. And we do it every single mm-hmm. year. Every, every, every single year. year. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah, it's like, this is what it is. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, today you have an away game at Westbury. How are you feeling about that? Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Confident. Confident. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. So it's time for the interview for our unbearable questions. So pregame, say the game was like a little bit later, like 6, 6.30 or one of those holiday tournaments. What do you have to eat pregame meal? I don't think I have like a set thing. Mm-hmm. I actually I don't I don't prefer to eat before games because okay. I feel like I play way different. Mm-hmm. I like drinking. Um, there's like this place around the corner uh-huh. and it's like a shake, kind of like a protein shake. I uh-huh. like drinking the protein shake. Yeah. I was like, I don't eat anything. I go out with it. She's like, I need protein shake. Okay, and then um, dream walkout song. You could call them at the stadium, ask on Coliseum or wherever, and you're, you're calling starting five. What is your dream walkout song? I'm not gonna lie. I think it has to be dreams and nightmares. Mm, that's yeah. a good one. That's always been our soul. Yeah. 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 Both of you dreams and nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hold it down, Meek. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on, and we hope you have a great rest of the season and a great game tonight. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shania and Lila, for coming in and sitting down with us. We had a great time. We hope all of our listeners uh, really enjoyed that interview as well. If you enjoy hearing about these experiences as much as we do, feel free to leave a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you listen to. For updates and information about the show, go give us a follow on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Thank you, Matt, always for the incredible job that you do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Keep up the support and tune in next time for the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast.
thank you for listening to this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.